Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is On A Bucket Podcast. Today is September 15th. We are midway through the month, and this is episode 85. I have a very, uh, very, very special guest. Yeah, boy. (laughs) As he he grins across the table from me, it is Brian Melanson. Oh, so good to be back. It's good to know that I'm the most handsome guest. I mean, 110%. If if we could have a poll out there of the handsomest uh, podcast, either guest or team member, 110%, man, you'd be in there. Well, I appreciate that, especially because I was about to take a, a selfie to send to somebody, and I was like, "Damn, my face looks fat." <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it's just it's the facial hair. The facial hair is coming. Right. Now it's coming in so thick, man. It's it, like it's, we don't know it, what to it's do. It's the two beers I had at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, B, it's good to have you. This is the second time on the podcast, yeah, right? Good to yep. be back, man. And, and it's it's well, last time it was solo dolo. Right? This is Solo Dolo, and last time was, too. Was it just you and I? No, no, no. Uh, oh, Tyler was on. Tyler was there last time. Yeah, yeah. You know, let, let me talk. Let me give them a hard time really quick. I didn't even invite them to this, by the way. It was just it was just you and I, B. It's better that it's way. It's our romantic way to do a podcast that way, out. that way I don't have to pretend to know sports. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that was a good slam dunk. Hey, man. <laughs> Football season, dog. Football season. I mean, you can, maybe you can have a slam dunk. No, we last podcast is like super, super, super sports heavy. Normally it is when it's just Tyler and I. So it's good to we're gonna we're gonna mix it up today, man. We'll have some business talk. We may chat a little bit about. Um, uh, did I give you a bad mic? No, it's 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 limping <laughs> on you. It's rising. <laughs> or it's on erect. Me. Yeah, it's erect on you is what it's doing. Um, well, poking me in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> I understand how you ladies feel now. <laughs> Keep pushing it down. Keep <laughs> rising keep flicking up it up, man. Poking me in the nose. Keep flicking it up in the nose, man. You know what happens to the best of us, B? Does it? I don't know. You'd have to talk to ladies about that. I mean, you said it. You just said it. <laughs> Look, the best of us doesn't include me, okay? That's So just to preface, yeah, just to preface, B, you and I haven't seen each other. It's been, what, about three months? Oh. No, three months, and we did a Zoom just to catch up. We talked three months ago. We talked three yeah. months ago. When the last time we we've we've seen one another? Um, I was here. Your mom and your dad were here. Your mom made gumbo. Dude, that's so crazy. My mom and dad are coming tonight. And the uh, last time you saw me in person, was my mom and dad came. Uh, Misty was there. Okay. Misty um, B. Misty O'Sullivan. It was, was it football season? So Probably a, was. A year ago? Yeah. Year oh, ago. crap. Was it a year ago? I don't know if it was an LSU game bro, or a Saints game. Bro, we got to see each other more often. I know, dude. We're bad friends. <laughs> yeah. We're really good friends. Yeah. But these, these moments are very special because we get to hang out. So uh, you had reached out to me a couple times and, and uh, asked me if I was in town and I wasn't, so I came into town. Who was the first person I reached out to? Just for me. Brian Milan Khan. So I always want to say your name Milan Khan because that's how I spell it. Everyone does. And but it's Milan And I just let it slide every time. Hey, <laughs> in which so, you should. So one of my business coaches calls me uh, uh, McLaren Melancon, <laughs> and I just don't have the heart. <laughs> I, just, I just don't McLaren? have the uh, it's, probably, it's a long story. Yeah, there's probably you know it's like we, we, there's probably a McLaren on the way pretty soon. But um, <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. Um, but I I, you're talking about like that I, was a that was a baby's name or something. Like, oh no no no. no yes, no. want to tell me. It, and uh, I just don't have the heart to tell him. Like, well, it's not Melancons. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I always spell it. But I know I know it's Melanson. But really quick before we before we dive deep, 
Uh, Brian, you are the owner uh, of C620 Nutrition, so you do contest prep and you have a uh, line of supplements, mm-hmm. and then also you um, you have other divisions of C620. So give us, so I don't steal your thunder, give us your overview for the people who don't know you. Give a little introduction to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank the you so man, much, The man, the myth, the legend. Um, so yeah, C620 was started back in uh, 2012, and... Um, uh, we were really blessed and grew really fast. And Josh was actually my first contest prep client. So without yeah. Josh, none of this would have ever happened. No, please. And, um, but yeah, so, uh, contest prep company, uh, we prep people all over the world. And then we also have a powerlifting division and a better life division, um, to work with non-competitors. And then I have a supplement line as well. Um, and then I, in 2018, I bought a, uh, little restaurant here in town called Great Harvest, uh, bread company. Love me some Great Harvest, man. And then I recently bought into a, uh, 3D printing manufacturing company, uh, with one of my best friends, Josh. So I have a little ownership stake in that. And so, uh, yeah, just super fun. We, 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 tr- we trying to make some doll hairs. Hey, <laughs> the, the businessman himself. No, dude, I, I love it, man. And, and look, you and I, we've kind of started in the anytime fitness world and progressed from there. And it's kind of cool to see really your, your, you know, your adventures that you've been going through my, my adventures. <laughs> and when we say adventures, <laughs> there's except, some, except your, your adventures left you poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we, are we going to that? Uh, I was hoping to wait. Talk about the good stuff. It's like the feedback sandwich, man. You gotta, you know, you gotta give the people the good stuff. Then you give them all the bad. And then you finish off with the good stuff. Hey, right? well, We'll, we'll just leave that topic. Uh, if you know, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave this a little bit later. Hey, look, I've I've had you know I've done I've done this. Did you listen to the solo podcast I did? I uh-uh. sent this to someone um, recently because I was like, hey, you want like if you want to listen to an episode of the podcast, it's like that I feel like is genuinely me. Um, listen to my solo one. I was like, you you'll hear a lot of ums. The ums come out pretty hard because it's just me, but. I felt like it was it was a good one. I'm gonna go listen to it, dude. I'm really proud of myself. I've only said um like twice, dude. You're 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 rocking it, dude. Sometimes it's I probably feel, the sometimes, beers. Sometimes I feel like an um like machine gun. So just to give all the audience who the the few people who actually do listen, uh, <laughs> we we went have lunch uh, early lunch and we had a couple you know beers and margaritas beforehand to to loosen loosen us up for this wonderful podcast, right? So if there's extra giggles, it's probably because of that. And I'm just really funny and handsome. <laughs> I if, mean, that if, if 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 some of the few single <laughs> ladies listening are <laughs> Brian, for all the single ladies who need to reach out to you, what's what's that Instagram handle, man? Yeah, just hit me up at uh, at C six twenty Nutrition. You know, I'm actually gonna clip this podcast and just uh, just just post it d- in there. Just DM it directly to people. <laughs> That may be, I don't know, man, depending on how this turns out, it may be a turnoff. I don't know. We'll see. I'd be like, listen, I think you should listen to this at, at around the uh, two minute, 45 second mark. <laughs> I was talking about you. Dude, that could be your pickup line. We're, look, let's get into relate. Let, let's stick to business first and then business. we'll get to the relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, so your journey, right? It, it, it came from literally being a personal trainer in any time, right? And then you had this really big calling to do something you know, bigger and, and really probably more your own. I feel like all the conversations that we've had, it's like you wanted something to your own. Like, what, dude, what was that motivation to, to like jump in and be like, hey, I'm going to, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do my own thing and, and, and own, own it. Yeah, man, that's a really great question. Um, and that was one of the, the, the tougher, uh, 
you know, there's a couple instances in life where you just have like really hard conversations that you don't want to have. And like, probably like the first one of my life was, uh, that conversation where I had to talk with like you and Bobby about like wanting to start my own company and, and leaving, you know, cause yeah. we were like just so close and such a family. Um, but yeah, so I started C620 nutrition, uh, back in 2011 and it was just for fun. Um, and then it, uh, you know, Josh won his first show and got in great shape. And then uh, a couple other people came to me and prepped them and they got in really great shape and won shows. And around the same time, we had Lane Norton come in for a nutrition seminar. Big Lane. Big Lane. And uh, I got to spend uh, a lot of time with Lane because the the conference was supposed to happen at the airline location, but it ended up happening in the Franklin, Franklin. location. Yeah, so me and him that. rode together. So we had like a two, three-hour drive there and back together and got to know each other and became friends and um through and then you know like he started following me through that and then he saw uh the results of my clients and that i took a science-based approach and he messaged me one day and he was like hey would you like to be part of my preferred coaches list um and so that was like step, yeah, bro. step one of like just god's favor but like the really crazy part was more so he did a video on metabolic adaptation that ended up getting like half a million views and at the end of it uh, he was like, hey, well, if you're looking for a good coach, he was like, uh, you can go with, you know, William Grezion, Paul Revilla, which are, like, two of his, like, best friends. Yeah. And then he's like, or, like, uh, look at Brian Malonso. And, like, I'm like, we're, like, acquaintances at this point. And he mentions me on the Shout video. Shout out, baby. Yeah, Shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he mentions me on this video that gets, like, half a million views. And really, overnight, bro, um, I grew into a national a national company. And then it went international. Um and I started getting so many, so many client referrals that it just, I, I couldn't do my job well at any time and pursue C620. And right. I really believed in what I was doing with C620 of, of prepping people in a different way and really taking a science-based approach. And so um, I brought it to y'all and y'all were so gracious in, in my exit and so supportive. And y'all have still been so supportive over the last, like, uh, the last 12 years. And uh, But yeah, man, it's just... Uh, so it started with with a dream of just wanting to prep people different and getting people in contest shape without doing the the typical approach and actually trying to do things more science based and preserve more muscle, and keep people healthier in the process and uh, and it's evolved into an international based company and uh, prep people all over the world and uh, it's just it's unbelievable what it's grown into but a big part of that was the the humble beginnings of of anytime fitness, you know, yeah, so for sure. just so much credit goes to you and Bobby and, and Lane. Cause I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And if I never started C620, then I never would have started, you know, the supplements. I never would have bought great harvest. And then yeah. all these things that I feel are, are callings on my life of, you know, like, uh, you know, we really try and utilize great harvest to feed the less fortunate. And, um, we do a lot of work with, uh, the hub, which is a homeless outreach. And so it's like all these things, it's like, it's this beautiful unfolding, but you can always trace it back to an origin point, you know? Yep. And so it, that origin point was humble beginnings oh, at, right. at, at great harvest, bro. Oh yeah. Look, I mean, you're, I mean at, a, at any time, man, you're always humble and you always give more credit. Hey, I'm going to turn the AC down really quick. Are yeah, you bro, hot? I'm sweating. I'm, say, <laughs> I'm, I'm sweating, bro. I'm like, I feel like I was sweating. I'm like, I don't know if the Holy ghost is here or what, but I'm sweating. <laughs> Bro, and it's just me. You, look, this is this, this this is proof to the people that that Brian Malonso is a is a is a hottie man because it, it just got instantly hot in this hottie house. McHottie. <laughs> but Ryan, I was gonna say that you're like you're always humble, man, and and I appreciate that. Uh, but I, I would say you grinded, man. When 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Within any time, I mean, you and I work super closely together, whether it's in in Lafayette on Mall Street or we went to to Baton Rouge off Airline. Um, It was was a fun, fun beginning for all of us, and I feel like we learned a lot. My question to you is that, like, man, what was that... Literally, what a two-hour two-hour conversation from BR to to Franklin, um, and a two-hour hour conversation back, so we can get back on the airport. Now, obviously, we got to spend mm-hmm. the weekend, but man, what was it? Do you remember anything specifically that you guys talked about, or like, what do you think that he like recognized that was different for you? For him to just to like, hey, you want to be like, there was no arrangement, there was no like, hey, pay me this much to be on this, unless there was. And once again, you can share whatever you want to, but like, what do you think was that? that that key indicator for him to like give you shout outs or to Man, be a part of that list um no there there was never any payment or anything which is i, you know, I the, knew there the, was the, the, i knew there wasn't excuse yeah, me but i just which, wanted to point is, it out you know which is the crazy part you know because um you know to you know to be a referral lead like that and not even expect compensation is, is pretty wild but um, man, I think it's uh, we just did life together as 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 two dudes, you know, and and just talked. And I think a lot of people treat because um, especially at the time, he was like he was like probably one of the biggest fitness celebrities in the industry. And it's like um, especially in like the the natural bodybuilding, powerlifting like scene, right? Like he was he was the guy that I know I looked up to. Mm-hmm. That uh, I remember he was on like bodybuilding.com's like how to pose properly. Right. Yeah. I think you might have like referred that to me like, hey, man, check out. Try these poses yeah, when I was going I through mean, prep. Th- th- this I mean, he was just like at his, at his peak, you know, and yeah. I think it's um, people treat, quote unquote, celebrities um, differently and don't talk to them like human beings. I'm like, but it's like, dude, this this is just a bro, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and so it's just like myself around him and like we just had a really great conversation um and uh you know developed a, a certain level of, of friendship at at that time and season of life and uh um but i really think the the aftermath came from like he started following me on social media after and he was seeing the the clients that i was putting out and um and he knew i took a, a science-based approach and uh he knew how i did things in my order of operations and uh, I, th- I think that was the biggest thing was that um, he knew me, but I was qualified based on the results I was producing and the way I was getting those results. The, the proof is in the pudding kind of deal, right? The proof and is in the pudding. So I think the, the big takeaway, right, for what I heard be is like you were just genuinely you, right? You weren't trying to pretend like you were somebody else around a, a celebrity or someone that has, you know, um, high status. So you were just you. You, you were a dude who loves working out, loves getting in great shape, loves the science behind it and trying to get other people to that same shape, right? And then you had a product that was that was proven. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you put put those two together because a lot of times be and you know this, right? Like you can be a really good, genuine person, but like you're just backing a product that's just not not going to be there or vice versa. You can have a great product, but, you know, it's hard for you to like be yourself. You really kind of have to have the combination of those to really be successful, especially 
I like to say solo dolo, right? Like yeah. doing your own thing, man. Like I respect you a ton, B, because going from like the, we've always had big aspirations and I, uh, Bobby and I have always had big aspirations for any time. And like, we want to bring as many people along that, that, that road that we can. And so it would be really scary. And I would have a ton of fear to be like, all right, I'm going to Josh Bailey's fitness, you know, that'd be a really scary thing for me. So the funny thing is, like, uh, I remember when I was starting C620 and I was, like, trying to, like, explain <laughs> to, like, my mom that I was quitting my job to, to start do contest prep. <laughs> to start who would have who thunk? To start contest prep, you know, and I, I remember specifically, it's like, you know, of course, like, she didn't really understand, but... uh uh, I remember, like, because I didn't tell many people. I kept it, like, really close to the chest. You did keep it pretty close, um, yeah. I, I remember I only told, like, one other person, my friend my friend uh, Alex Sifton at the time. And uh, um, and uh, and she was just, like, all for it, you know. And uh, and so it's, like, have, it's like, and I think that really re- uh, is an important factor of, like, you don't need everyone to know, but having the right people know that will support you and, like, actually believe in you is, like, just such a pivotal part of starting a new process. Yep. And, you know, I, I talk about this pretty, pretty frequently, but it's like um, something you just touched on. It's like you said that, you know, you can be a great person, but but not have a great product. And that that's so true, because there's lots of people out there that are that are great people, but just like not good coaches, mm, you yeah. know. And so yep, it's like it's like you ha- you have to have both, you know, or you um, could be a really like great looking person yeah. and just suck at coaching, you know, yeah, so. <laughs> which is a huge part of the industry. You know, right. it's like, you know, it's like especially post COVID, just everyone's a coach, you know, and it's uh, probably my, my biggest pet peeve with coaching is just because I do take it so seriously that that the state of the industry and coaching and the, the lack of education and true knowledge is like that's the biggest factor that really bugs me because just the 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 weight of responsibility of someone um, paying you mm-hmm. to take over their, their health or their prep. I mean, that is, that is huge. And I don't think people value that. And just with everyone being a coach and just regurgitating what they paid their coach for, um, there's, well, I'm, sure, there's, I'm sure that's in, a in the, big thing. The, dude, there's just, there's such a lack of, of, of true knowledge. And, and that, that's the biggest thing that bugs me, but in it bugging me, it's like, it's like, as you know, in business, like, it's like the biggest thing in business is solving a problem. So it's like, okay, well, that's what I have a problem with. So what am I going to do to actually be the solution? Mm, and so like one thing that. I've been working on for like the past year is like a mentorship course of actually like really um, developing a program of like everything that I think is absolutely just foundational for you to know to call yourself a, a personal trainer or a coach. Yep. Um, and so that's one thing I'm really excited about launching uh, pr- probably in Q1 of 2024. Oh, I like it. So we got we got already some futuristic things, yeah. man. Oh, it's just uh, uh, we we, we spin in a lot of plates right now. <laughs> I always love that about you, B. Is I, I for some reason I don't know why I'm not a futuristic person at all, and you know this, right? I tend to surround myself around a bunch of just people who are visionaries. I'm like, what did I do to deserve like like you guys have the best ideas? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> How do you sell a membership? Let's go, right? Which once again, like, there's a ton of value in that as well. Yeah. But I, I envy that a lot of so I'm like. Man, that's so cool, right? And, and just to repeat what you said, right? So you said a lot of times when you have an issue with something, you're like, well, what problem is there? And my goal is to create a product or service that solves that problem, right? That's genius. Yeah, I mean, so many people out out, out there now, especially in the entrepreneurial space, it's like uh, don't know where to start. 
Um, and the best advice I would give would say, it's like, what are you passionate about? And, and then solve a problem in that, in that sphere, you know? Love that. Yeah. Um, cause it's like, it's like, if you want to make money, solve a problem, you know? That's right. Um, and if you want to make a lot of money, solve a lot of problems very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you solve, well, therefore you solve a lot of people's problems, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. which is why like, you know, you see such growth in like tech and software and stuff. It's like, uh. Um, and so it's like, you know, there's a lot of like, uh, B2B and B2C in that. Of course. Yeah. So man, so you, you go from obviously the, the anytime experience to, to contest prep, C620 nutrition. Um, and then what came first? Was it the supplements or was it great harvest? I don't, I don't remember. Remind me on that. I, uh, foolishly started them at the exact same time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like but, an envisionary, right? But, Sounds but, like an envisionary. But it's because I, I, I thought great harvest would be like very passive income for me. You know, mm, like looking over right. the books before I bought it and then like, okay, working in like, okay, well now I have this, like, you know, added SBA payment, but I should be able to still be, you know, have, you know, my, my team run it and this be passive income for me and it'd be a side project and then we'll yeah. do our philanthropy work through it. Um, and then, um, like, you know, two weeks after I bought it, it just like smash me in the groin you know <laughs> like you say that in, in such a nice way man and, and it ended up being like one of the the hardest seasons of my, of my life you know yep. and it's like uh but in hindsight you know now that everything's passed and things are good now i am thankful for it but in the moment i wasn't thankful for it at all because it's like i knew I knew God called me to it because the, the way Great Harvest came about was I was praying one day and like my heart just like broke for the fact that there was like women and children and men in our city that were sleeping under bridges and going without food every night. And I felt the Lord call me to food service uh, so we could we could meet that need, feed that feed that demographic yeah. and solve that problem. Yep. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, as, as Christians, we think uh, just because God tells us to do something, it's going to be easy, hunky-dory, <laughs> and it's not going to be tough. We and only so, And so I bought Great Harvest with this this arrogance of like, oh, it's going to be so easy. And like, even when I was on my interview call with Franchise for buying it, I was like, they're like, yeah, so how do you plan on growing it? I was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to start doing like social media, you know? <laughs> We just start posting then, a video a day. Yeah, and so and then, but it it you know and um, and by the way that like the previous owners because because this was an existing business mm -hmm. that you bought. I mean they you know they have to open the books up to you right, and it was mm -hmm. a profitable business right. Yeah, for sure. And and one thing I uh, you know I don't think I fully took into account was you know the the scope of uh, the size of like my uh, my SBA loan payment for mm -hmm. the business for purchasing the business. Yep. Um, but also too with the previous owners exiting, it's, it's like it was this is very much a like niche and uh, environment and like a very loyalistic group. And when the previous owners left, I um, the only thing I can really think is that there's a large demographic that thought that they had sold and it closed down. Uh, cause food, oh, serv wow. food service is just so competitive. Like, cause of it, course. That, that's all there is to do in Lafayette is eat and drink, you know, pretty much. Yeah. And so it's like, if you're not staying top of mind with people, you, you, you lose them as customers, you know? And so like, uh, so I, my first day of ownership was January 10th, 2018. And so by the end of January, like there's really not much I could have messed up in 20 days, you know. Right. Yeah. But in in 20 days, like uh, the sales were down like like 10 grand oh, from from wow. the previous January, and that continued for the the scope of the year. And so like um, so That's I ended tough, up having man. to pay like you know over a hundred thousand dollars out of pocket from my other businesses to keep it afloat for the 
uh, the first two years, and then COVID hit in 2020, and then, which is not fun. Um, and so and, that, that wasn't for for anyone, right? Oh no, that that was miserable. Um, and so there was just so many lessons, and over the span of like like you know the first four years, it's like, I, dude, I wanted to throw in the towel so many times, and I'm thankful I didn't, you know, because uh, you know now we're in a really good place and profitable. Um, and it, it's great, and we're still serving the community, and we've been faithful in, in feeding the homeless all the years, even during the tough times, and so I'm really proud of that. But uh, um, if I wouldn't have gone through that season, I would have never really developed any grit, you know, yep. because with coaching, it blew up so fast. Um, you know, my first my first year coaching at C620, it was already a six-figure business, you know, right, right, off the, right off the bat, and so I never really experienced hardship. I never had to advertise. Um, and so it was like, my life was like very cush, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, you were working and, and this would like, I, I think this is the point to like differentiate, right? Like you, you were, yes, very successful word of mouth, but you were working your ass off. Oh right? no, I, like, was, I was working my behind You're working off, your ass but, off. But you're but putting I, down a good, but a I mean, great product. I, yeah. But I did not, I did not have to market or advertise. It's just like referrals in the, it, that's what I mean by I was very cush and it was my only job and. I'm training people virtually so I can make my own schedule. And right, so I can, right. if I want to sleep till 11 o'clock, wake up and train, you know, and not get home and start working until 3 p.m. It's like, that's totally fine, you know. But but let's be real. Like, your, your schedule was like, wake up whenever you want to wake up, but like, work until 3 a.m. So let's, oh, yeah, let, yeah. let's be like, yes, let's yes. let the people know the real story here, <laughs> B. Because I, I know you, you're a night owl, so you would stay up at all, all oh, times yeah. of the night. And, and so that, that was my preferred work schedule. You know, I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd work probably to like uh, 4 p.m. to like 1 or 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. um so uh but yeah and so but it's like i said but without without those hardships um and without really getting tested like i was in great harvest it's uh i don't think i would have developed real grit of um of like listen i'm not gonna quit no matter what you know yeah and there were there were certain points where i'll if if i could if i could have quit i would have for sure um, we just had too much at stake though right like if this if this one thing doesn't go right it affects negatively every single uh, you everybody, know everything else that you're doing everybody. right everybody and yeah. then you know like the burden of responsibility of having you know 13 to 15 people depend on you for their income and uh so but it, it, it was a rough season but i'm super thankful that uh i didn't give up and that it has passed <laughs> <laughs> this too shall pass no, man, you, you said like grit, resiliency. I think if there's one thing for anyone who's like, you know, either two things, either thinking about doing their own business or, or uh, uh, creating their own business um, or complaining about working for someone else. It's just just understand, man, there's there's benefits and downfalls of each side. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that there, there will when you own your own business, you have so much at stake because if this thing doesn't go well, it's going to impact everyone in your life and everything in your life. If you have a house, that's at stake. If you have vehicles, right, that's at stake. Um, and then you've mentioned it, which which a lot of times this gets overlooked is, and you have a team of people, right? And, and you know, every time you run payroll, it's like, Oh, it hurts a little bit, but it's also like you're, you're super happy because Mm -hmm. you get to, you know, you get to, they've worked their butts off for you and now you get to repay them back for that. Right. And I always love to say like, uh, uh, being a team member is like, it, it has to be a mutually beneficial relationship, meaning that you, you put everything you can into this and you get compensated for that. And so if, if you're putting in everything and you're creating more value than what we're paying you, then obviously there's some negotiating to do, or you have the opportunity to leave. But vice versa, if we're paying you a certain amount, but you're not putting that same value in, then we need to have some conversations as well, right? But anyways, going back to the point is, 
man, that is probably the 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 biggest weight that I feel like I've always carried when when it comes to payroll because I I'm the one who does it. And then, um, but it's also the most fulfilling part. Yeah, absolutely. Is that we get to we get to like mold and 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 assist and have com- difficult conversations about what the future looks like and things of that nature. And it's it's an art, right? Like and, you, you got to have two people that are willing to have that conversation. And too, it's like the great thing about like uh, business ownership is like the uh, the ability just to provide opportunity because it's yep. like you're going to get some people that come under your umbrella for a season and you're going to get some people that come under your umbrella for life. Um, but you get to provide an opportunity and hopefully they stay with you. They actually leave impacted and better mm-hmm. and more prepared for the real world because I think um, uh, the, the real world's really tough. Um, and I think, I think today's youth is at a huge disadvantage of not understanding what's required to be successful mm-hmm. because the modern day Instagram culture is, you know, you get on, you hop, you can hop on Instagram any time of day and you're going to see someone's highlight reel of, you know, uh, you know, some, some one in a million chance of some kid that uh, got a million bucks in cryptocurrency and has a Lambo and stuff. And like, <laughs> oh, all this stuff is just p- pushed to the forefront in this, 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 delusion of perceived success with little work it's it's, right. it's created this haze with the 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 modern climate and it's like you know today's youth it's like it's like that in today's culture it is the easiest time in history to get ahead because everyone's so soft like Ooh, if you're good if, take if, I, th- I thought you were gonna say sorry to interrupt i thought you were gonna say because of technology no, no. It's, wow. I, I think it's the easiest time in history to get ahead if you're willing to really work and really work on a long enough time horizon nice. and let go of the expectations of becoming an overnight millionaire because there's no overnight success. There's only overnight exposure, you know, mm. and we take overnight exposure as overnight success. And it's um, it's like the the people you you envy and idolize is like this wasn't a one or two year process for them. Never. And it's like, so it's like, if you really want to be successful, you can do it because so many people throw in the towel at the slightest resistance or discomfort. And so I, I do think it's the easiest time in history for people to get ahead if they're willing to have a proper uh, view of the time horizon it'll take. Yep. And, and they're actually willing to put in the work. Man, I love that. It, ha- have the grit, have the grind, and, and you'll, you'll get there, right? That's I, f- I feel like I should, uh, like... What's the future? Uh, obviously, you said you got some things coming up in Q1. What's the future The future look like for you, man? What, what you got coming up? Uh, so the biggest things and things I'm most excited about is the supplements will be uh, relaunching in December. Love it. Uh, with Protein Mind Up and ZZZ. And then, um, so that's going to be Q4 of this year. And then uh, next year, we'll be relaunching uh, the pre-workouts and the amino acids and then a full line of health supplements. So... We're going to have a blood pressure supplement, a heart supplement. Um, and so, yeah, the supplements are coming back in uh, December, and that is what I'm most excited about. Nice. Um, and then if uh, if anyone's interested in lifestyle transformation or contest prep, of course, they can reach out to me uh, at, on Instagram at c620nutrition.com or my uh, website, c620nutrition.com. Wait, I think I said c620nutrition.com. Those balloons. I mean, at. C six twenty nutrition. So that's where all the all the people who are interested in contest prep is, and that's where all the the hot, the fine ladies go to, right? That's the right. Same both. Right. 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 Slide right. in those DMs, bro. Bro, I was about to drop a name. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, especially. <laughs> 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 
uh, but yeah, we're we're super excited about about that. And um, man, and big, big. If, if you are local and looking for yeah. for some tasty treats or lunch, uh, stop by Great Harvest at 854 Collie Saloon Road, Suite A, baby. Yeah, right, right. When you pass, just look. You know, I guess which way are you going to when you look to the right? I will always pass that way, and I look to my right, and you're there. Um, Preface: yeah. I haven't been in a town in like six months. So, so right across the street from Fresh Pickens, that's the best nah, way to describe it. There we it. go. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know what? The best king cake in uh, in oh, Acadiana, I right? Mean, we, we did win king cake of the year king two, two year. years in a row. Hell yeah! Just saying for uh, all you king cake fanatics. Look, Mardi Gras is not that far away, bro. January, baby. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So be sure to look out for the king cakes there. Hey, and we're we're going for a three peat. Uh, of we're course, going for come a on, let's go. Can you look. imagine? Can you imagine how big my head's gonna be? You should you should just get rings for every time you win. Like a Mardi Gras <laughs> ring, right? I'm gonna get a lollipop ring. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Well, so one of the things, obviously, like you and I both own businesses and we've uh, I feel like both of you and I have come from a very like humble beginning. And man, first off, thanks for sharing a, a little like dude, scratching the surface off of your story, right? Because I definitely think that the more that we can share and, and, and help tell people like, hey, man, this is the route that you did and, and maybe some lessons that you've learned, the more that people are going to be able to learn from that. Right. Wisdom is either you make your own mistakes and you learn from them or you learn from other people's That's mistakes. Right. right? That's so, right. Uh, unfortunately, I've made a, too many <laughs> mistakes and it's only my own wisdom. I don't I, listen I, to anybody I, else. I've made most of my own. <laughs> <laughs> you think you know, but you have no idea. Man, yeah, go, I've made yeah. most of my own for sure yeah yeah well another thing that we have in common is that we're, we're both uh two single very attractive gentlemen right did you did you mean t-o single or t-o-o <laughs> <laughs> you know it didn't hit me until oh, i like i was spelling out i was like and see, the funny thing is i misspelled the first two <laughs> <laughs> t-w-o i'm like well, define T O O single. What's well, like? What does that mean? That like we're too independent? Like we like, got we like, got no honeys? Like too single? <laughs> like man, you too single, dog. Like you too single. You need, be, you need to go talk to somebody about this. Okay, he meant T W O. T W to woo. <laughs> to woo. The English language man is tough. So two T W O good looking guys, man, bro. Look, we had a conversation earlier today. Like it is. Yeah, I, I don't want to. Here's the thing. Let me take pe- pe- let me take a step back. People are gonna think we're so narcissistic. They're like, wait, they were talking earlier about how they were good looking. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We were talking about the well, let me preface that. Thank you for calling me out on that one. It we were talking about just being single and kind of the some of the the ups and downs and all arounds of it, right? But dude, being in our in our, you know, early to mid thirties, tell me about the single life, man. What what's the the good, bad, and the ugly? Give me your overview. That, that's a that's a very broad question, right? Man. So, the, so, so, so the, it's it, and it's so it's so layered, you know. And it's like uh, you catch me on a different day, I may have a different answer, you know. But um, let's see where you are today. The the for for me, I'm just very career driven yep. right now, and um, very specific about what I want, um, and what I want is super hard to find. Um, and so in that I have a level of contentment with being single. And so in that contentment, it, I, I personally don't have this like drive all the time of like, Oh, I need to be with someone like I'm yep. very okay by myself. Um, but then it's like the catch 22 of that. It's like, okay, well just time passes so quickly and years pass. And then it's like years pass and, and you know, you're single and like really not interested or really not looking 
And so it's just like, okay, well, it's like, okay, it was like 31, 32, 33, 34, <laughs> you know, and it's it just keeps like, going up. <laughs> yeah. And time just passes so quick. And so being very career driven, um, it does make it tough to be intentional with relationships. Um, uh, especially if there's like a, a predisposition or you have this like, um, subconscious thought life of, of like, okay, well, I'm, I'm aware that what I'm looking for is very rare and I don't want to go through this huge vetting process all the time. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Get that sorry out. About, sorry about that. Get that out. Um, so it, uh, it, it just, it just, uh, it just makes things, uh, it makes it very hard to be relationship focused, you know? And yeah. it's like, you know, and then the old adage too of like, well, you know, God's not just going to drop someone in your lap. It's like, you know, even the Bible says like he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Mm. So it's like, there's an element of actual pursuit and looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's, I'll be, I'll be honest, bro. It's like, I have no interest in having like the same conversations with a different girl every, every Saturday on a date. You know, I'm like, I'm like, bro, how's your, how's your day, Brian? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care about it. I don't care. <laughs> Man, um, you, you bring up a great point being so like career driven. It's, it's, uh, I find, and, and you and I talked about this earlier, it's like putting so much into your career, into business into just being like our definition of successful right it's uh it's really hard to have time energy and effort to put into something else especially i don't know why i said it's especially like that but especially whenever like you don't know if it's gonna grow to anything you yeah. know so that that's probably the type of thing my, my my caveat to what you're you know uh because you had mentioned like i don't know if i want to even like i i call it like play the game right but it's hard. Like, how do you not play the game? Or how do you, you know, end up with someone if you don't play the game? Right? Yeah, and I hate no, to say game, sure. right? But No, no, I completely you know understand. You know what I'm saying? I completely understand what you mean. It's like, yeah, you're not, you're not going to get married if you don't date, for sure. Right, exactly. Um, and then it's like, you're also not going to find what you want if, if you don't date. But and how do you so how like, do you maneuver through that, though, B? Like, you're, you're, you're career-oriented. You just don't, like, have the patience where maybe someone is a little bit more... You know, and this is... Maybe they're needy or not. Is it... Do you feel like you're going to have to find someone that's that similar... Uh, to you that like is okay not having the conversation every Saturday well I, th I think I think for me it's like the 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 biggest thing that I'm looking for is like similar similar spiritual values you know yep, and um, especially since I've been exposed to so much um, it's very tough to find someone that has like the same belief system mm -hmm. um, but for me like in terms of like okay well when's that point of like when you do want to start uh, you know per pursuing this it's like for me I, I have a number in my head because um, one thing is like when I get married it's like I want to make sure that I um, can be there to raise my kids and I'm not an absent father and always working all the time and so it's like I have a financial number in my head that once I hit <clears throat> I will feel a lot better about um, being intentional about dating. Yep. And that may not be the best approach because, you know, I'm about to turn 35 and I'm not at that number yet. Um, but, uh, but yeah, for, for, for me, it's like I, I just want to have a certain level of financial security before I start a family. Even though, like, that. some people may look at my income and be like, man, we're like, that's a great place to start a family. But for, for me, it's, uh, I have a certain number in my head. Yep. Man, it, you know what's, um, <laughs> you going to be okay, man? Bro. <laughs> um, man, it's, I'm with you. I think life would be, life would be a little bit easier 
right? You 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 set up your your family whenever. But maybe let me give you in a little bit different like um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Lens, right? Is were were you were you in a pla- Were you in a place to start your business whenever you started your business? Like were you in the perfect place to start your business whenever you did it? Oh man, I know where this is going. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, but I'm, you. I'm gonna call you up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call myself out all at the same time, right? So it's 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 no, but that that really is a a great way to look at it. And then, but if we're also being like really vulnerable, it's like it's like I. Uh, there's also like things in in me that I want um, to be set straight before I like uh, get in like a covenant relationship, you know. Yeah, makes like sense. There, there's like you know, um, yeah. There's there's just some some stuff in me that I like. I want the Lord to iron out out first, and you know, you can also take the same approach to that of like of of like you know, well, you know, maybe part of the process is like it being ironed out in 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 the development of that relationship. But for, but, but for me personally, it's just like, I know the environment that I grew up in and, um, there, there's just some, some things in me. I, I know I want corrected before I enter into like covenant relationship, you know? Yeah, man. I love that. Be, it's it's not all, it's not all money. It's, it's also, it's also, it's also like character and heart posture too. A hundred percent. And man, I'm, I'm a big fan. This is, this is why I love you, bro is because, through vulnerability, their strength, right? Yeah. And I think I respect the the, the many of conversations that we've all, that we've always had. It's just it's just straight up, man. Like there's there's no point in hiding behind it because you, look, if there's somebody who's called somebody out, how many times have you called me out on my BS? Many. <laughs> He's like, hey JV, man, you sure you want to be living that life? I'm like, B, don't tell it to me like that, man. No, it's it's so true, man. In in talking about being single is is I can relate with you. I'm like. Man, I went through a little a little stint where I was, you know, hanging out with with women that you know I, I probably had no intention on on like furthering that relationship. But man, it was it was awesome, you know, awesome times hanging out. Um, really enjoyed their company. Hopefully they they enjoyed my company. But you know, I think um, ha- having to take a step back from that, it's it's like man, you can get caught up in that, and you get caught up in that real quick. And then now you're just trying to like juggle like what what's going to get me to the next week the next weekend like oh man you know i'm feeling down so i just want to go have some fun let me call up so-and-so or slide into so-and-so's dms and it's just not it's not a healthy thing right and so i appreciate you saying that like you're gonna you you need you need to iron some of your own stuff out before you do that because i feel like i did the opposite it's like i'm i'm gonna iron look i went through a divorce dog i'm gonna iron my shit out like just by going through it i'm like oh bad decision on my end yeah 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 (laughs) It was that wasn't the best decision either. Um, so, 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 what's the dating scene like for 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 you, JB? Because uh, obviously, like we're both in in business, we have that relation. Yeah. But also, too, it's like it's like you know, um, you know, you having you know gone through a divorce and having had your your trust broken and and that violated it. It's like, uh, do you do you feel like that's um, uh, sort of giving you like. Um, you know, uh, a hazier perspective on, on future relationships. Oof, man, that's a, that's a, going to compliment you on a really good question. N- number one, to state like I still to this day with the divorces. Um, I mean, I've been separated, um, Peyton and I have been separated for two and a half years, um, or coming, coming come around that time. Um, I still see our, our, our marriage, marriage not working as a failure. 
right? It, 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 it'll always, I think it'll always be like that in my mind, right? Because when you make that commitment with someone, um, no matter what happens, right? Not blaming her, not blaming me. Like, uh, once again, we'll, we'll go into the detail with that, but like, it's, it's a failure, right? On, on both I'll go into the details. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on real quick. So, so at the end of the day, it, it's a failure, right? And so I definitely think, B, it, it, it puts you in a mindset of like, dude, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I like, I'd been, you know, her and I had been together since I was 17. She was 15. So like, I didn't know how to be single. What is single, man? And then um, it's really funny. My sister and I, we went have um, a couple of drinks last night because um, she was concerned that I was lonely. So she, <laughs> <laughs> I love my sister so much, man. She's just the sweetest thing ever. Me, she was me like, too, bro. She me was, too, bro. She, she like texted me. She's like, hey, Josh, what are you doing? Like, you know, I was, I was like, you want to go have a drink? I'm like, how can I pass up Misty O'Sullivan? Come on, let's go have a drink. And she's like, yeah, I just want to make sure like you were doing stuff. And I'm like. I mean, I've been choosing not to do stuff. Like, this is good not to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, so I think what, what we talked about is that from our mom, and our, uh, I always say, like, if my mom doesn't get to heaven, I don't have a shot, right? Because she's such an angel, and she's the kindest person in the world. But she, like, loves unconditionally, right? And I see that in my sister, right? And I see that in me. And my sister said something. She's like, man, like, I love the people who I'm close with, you know, who's in my inner circle, I love them. And obviously love love friends and her husband in different ways, but like I love them no matter what they do. And and I'm like, foolish of you, <laughs> you know, like like Will Misty, like that do you see that not being an issue? And she was like, Do you see that not being an issue? I'm like, What do you mean? Well, she was essentially saying like same thing for me. Like when I love someone, it's like unconditional love. So my fear is is that if I if I'm I feel like whoever the next person in my life is, I could easily fall in love with them. And I'm, like, I'm, and I'm dedicated. So my fear is, is that, well, is that the right person for me? Is the same thing going to happen again? Is it not going to work out? So I think it's, it's um, definitely trust issues, but I think I'm trying to just look internally and say, I can only stress about the things I can control. Yeah. Right? So here's where I'm seeing myself and like, man, I just... <laughs> I just love too hard, man. Like I'm just, I'm just way too open and appreciative and don't think I can change anybody, but like, um, I don't know. So that's what I'm more fearful of. So I'm very like, uh, I think every single person I've hung out with, I didn't give it a shot, right? I'm not looking for a relationship. You know, we're just going to hang out. We're going to, you know, hang out and go have dinner or go hang out with friends or whatever it is. Um, and, and I want I want to get out of that, or I'm 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 taking a hiatus since then. So yeah. obviously, you you preface like being super you know busy with work and very intentional with that. You know we've been doing base camps in in Florida, um, and so I've been in Jacksonville since like the end of March. So I came back for the Fourth of July, and then I you know, I'm here for a week. So I don't think you can do much dating when you're out of the out of the state for for three months yeah. right so but, but but in the in the right season you know uh in, i think in, so in the right season you know there there's seasons for things and we all have summer winter spring falls in our life you know yeah yeah and so sometimes we're in we're in winter seasons and sometimes we're in we're in blooming seasons you know here's here's probably what i would say b and, and maybe you can get your take on it and then i know we're, we're running a little bit slow low on time but it, um uh, man the dating scene from probably when we were in our teens or early 20s, it's a lot different than what it is now, right? So whether it's dating apps, whether it's Bumble or Tinder or whatever it is, whether it's social media is a big player in all this, um, 
man, I, I feel like I'm just behind in the game. I feel like I'm the old geezer, right? Like, is there is there any – if you were talking to another young man, right, what advice – or woman, right, what advice would you give them of, like, being in the dating scene? Like, um, I feel like you were – honestly, being give you a compliment, I feel like you're you, – you take care of you. Obviously, we all have, like, either our mistakes or our weak moments or whatever it is, but, like, I feel like you're very, like, driven upon what you want and what you're looking for. Yeah, so – the advice I would give, um, so in today's, so you said something interesting earlier. You said, uh, you talked about, um, you know, falling in love. Mm-hmm. The interesting about that expression is, is you ever fell on purpose? Mm. I don't think so. So falling's an accident, you know? Ooh. And so it's like, I don't even like the expression like, oh, we fell in love. It's like, um, because that equates love to a temporary feeling. Well, what happens when that feeling goes? Because anyone who's been in a long relationship knows that there's highs and lows and there's moments where you probably despise the person yeah, that, that you're with. Sure. You know? And so lo- love is about an intentional choice of like, I've made a, a commitment to this person. I'm going to love them even if they're in a hard season. And so lo- love is a choice. And the, the tough part about modern dating culture is with all the apps, the bumbles, the tenders, the you know, whatever else is out there. (laughs) (laughs) Christian mingle. Yeah. Grinder for you. (laughs) Dude, Somebody told me about grinder. I was like, Oh, it's a new dating app. They're like, yeah, you need to get on. I'm like, I started Googling it. I'm like, bro, got him. Um, (laughs) I'll pass on that one. You know, uh, you know, it's just like, you just, you, you have all these, these options. And I, I think it's sort of created this ADHD like mentality in dating of where, and this is, I'm talking to me too. So yeah. I'm not preaching. I'm talking to me too, especially me. It's it's created this culture of as soon as there's something you you don't like, it is it's right on to the next because you have so many options now, and so it's really taken away from this element of of pursuit and long suffering. Yep. Um, whereas in the olden days, it's like, you know, you, you didn't have hundreds, if not thousands of options at the swipe of a fingertip, you know, so who you're with, it's like, there had to be an, a level of intentionality and long suffering. And so my, my advice would be if, if you're, if you're looking for, um, love in this, it's like find someone with the same core values with you that has the same life mission as you, um, that you enjoy being around, yep. um, and then it's it's blinding yourself to all all the distractions uh, because it's like, you know, you can open up your Instagram app and <laughs> and, and and be be tempted to start a conversation. Those and algorithms, like, and you know, it's like, and affairs never start with sex; they start with conversations, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like most affairs are emotional, but it's still a level of of cheating where you're putting someone in a place where they shouldn't be. Yep. And so it's like uh, learning to love well and love intentionally, uh, I think, um, has so much merit and it, it needs to be so impressed upon and so hyper-focused upon um, where there's just so many distractions uh, and there's just so many options. It's like, oh, well, I don't like this about this, this one thing about this person and throw in the towel. And all my friends will laugh at me for saying that. And I'm, if, if, if there's not one thing, it's like, I'm aware, I'm, I'm self-aware. I know my issues. I'm going to say, I'm gonna because say. I'm picky AF, bro. And you're throwing the towel real quick. I'm going to be like, yeah. And so I'm working on finding someone with the same core values, yeah, yeah. but learning to be intentional about loving, 
uh, choosing to love someone and not living off this momentary feeling of butterflies because the butterflies are going to fade. They will eventually. Uh, or if you go through something, you know what I, you know what I love. So what what you said is obviously you have this like these are the things that we should work on as as single individuals, but also you have to be there too. So I love how you kind of ended it up like I'm very self aware of that. There's some downfalls here too. So that that's crazy, right? So you have to find someone who has the same core values that you're attracted to that like that check off all these boxes. Right. And then you have to be ready because you can find that person and you not be ready. But yet, so that's one, two. Right. And then the other individual has to do the same thing. They have to check off their boxes and then they have to be ready, bro. That is a lot. And this is why I think complication, uh, excuse me, uh, relationships are so complicated and so difficult and why we all get our feelings hurt and all get brokenhearted and all these different things, you know, it, so just to like piggyback off of your advice, my advice is the, just the simple things, right? Like stress about the things you can control. Mm-hmm. I think that people are more attracted to people who don't care or perception is that they don't care than the people who actually really, really care and put themselves out there, right? Yeah, because, there, you know, there, there, there's no challenge in, in someone that, that cares and, and loves you well, you know. But if someone like – so one of my friends, Jacob, one time, he, 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 gave, he gave me advice, and, like, this was years ago, <laughs> but it worked like a charm. He, he was like, bro, he's like, the secret to getting women is just caring less. <laughs> right? And I was like – so but, but that's not how I'm wired, you know. It's, it's like – uh, yeah. it's not how I'm wired, you know, but it's like – you know, and then there's just doing social experiments of, of like, you know, not caring, not replying. It's like it oddly enough <laughs> works really well. It oddly enough works, you know. It's there there there's some there's something about um uh it, it th- that that's gonna be a whole nother podcast. I'm about to say but, that we're 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 going but, down a rabbit yeah, hole yeah, on yeah. that so one. We're, we're gonna that, we're gonna, that we're gonna leave that, that one tough. there. But but let, let me circle back to like stress about the things you can control. You're right. I, I do I, I agree with you hundred percent. We could we'll, we'll have to dig into that another one, but um, you probably just edit that little clip out. <laughs> you want me to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Note. Note to self. But stress about the things you can control. So if like don't care as much or just don't let them know that you care as much because I don't think people are attracted to people that they know that they can get right away. And that's the easy catch, right? Sure. Number two is that, man, you got to be working on yourself, right? Don't worry about what they're concerned about you. Worry about how you feel about you and how, you know, the concern that you have about yourself. And I think that person is, I mean, this sounds like you do, but that person will come or, hey, maybe you were really confident and secure with yourself, but you meet someone who's not confident and secure, but y'all just sink. And so you're able to be patient with your confidence to let them grow that confidence as well. Right. So. It sounds hunky dory, and, and I guess I'm becoming more optimistic the more single I am, right? Does yeah, that is that yeah, how it yeah. work, right? <laughs> <laughs> the more years I'm single, the more optimistic I become. Or no, it should be the opposite, right? Uh, uh, well, li- well, listen, me if if you know me and you'll just me and you'll just get married if uh, let's do it if, if, if in five years right, you're still single. You download Grinder, <laughs> I download Grinder. Let's match up there, and dude, it'll it'll be a success story. I mean, why well, 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 we gotta download the app? Like, <laughs> Listen, I'm already right here in front of you, dog. <laughs> you know, it was funny, uh, man, you, when you said in, in five years. I remember the night, and man, maybe I'm oversharing, but I remember the um, the night that, that Peyton and I like officially like separated. Or maybe, maybe it wasn't that night, but maybe it was like, um, 
a time that we were in negotiations or whatever and and um i think we had had a couple of drinks and it was uh she looked at me and she was like um hey if this if this doesn't work out and we don't find other people like you get to get back together in a couple of years and i was like no like what's what a manipulative <laughs> no i mean no, no, you know Paige. she has like maybe not a couple years maybe it was like hey five ten years if this if we're still both single you ready to you ready to try it again i'm like hell no bro i'm not going through this shit again shit, you took half my money <laughs> more than well i guess half of all the assets let's just say uh, yeah i hope she doesn't listen to this episode uh, it's okay look i mean what it's not so Love you. love you. You love her, man. I do. You know, we look. There's not. There's no heart. I, I still wish y'all were together. Though. Yeah, you know. Look, there, there may be some. Res- we were talking about this earlier, right? Like, um, super. We're super cordial. I uh, hope the best for. Her. I love her. Uh, still love her to this day. Just in a, I in, love her too. in a different way, right? Other than my wife, and and hope the best for. Her. And 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 I know she. I know she's gonna be doing well. She's working on herself, which is good. Um, I'm I'm thriving over here, B. So it's good. Hey, listen. This is what we'll do. What we're gonna do? I'll make her fall in love with me. <laughs> I didn't know this was gonna happen. <laughs> and then I'll dump her. <laughs> Dude, let's go. Hey, I look, B. If there was somebody that and then I'm I'll like, get, I'll get half your money back. I was gonna say, can you divorce her and then and then you my money back? That'd be great. She probably already spent it by that time. Though. I don't know. Now, Peyton, if you listen to this, nothing but love to you. Hope, hope you're doing well. None, uh, none but love to you. You want, you, you want to go out Saturday? <laughs> Where, where would you take her? Where would you take her? Oh, man. She's too expensive for me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You got that C620 uh, nutrition money, dog. Shoot. That C620 nutrition money sitting in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. All right, B. I, think, I, I know I've taken a lot of your time. And, and I, man, I appreciate it. I love having you on, dude. I love, oh, dude, love just awesome. Love hanging out with you. Um, at the end of the day, where can people find you? Let's remind them one more time. Uh, Instagram at c620nutrition.com. That is c620nutrition. Uh, or my website, c620nutrition.com. I love it. And all the ladies, if they do they need to, when they sign in your DMs, they need to say something in particular like, hey, I listened to you on, on a bucket podcast. Let's go on a date. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> for all those, for all those ladies who think they are, are, is it? Do they have to be a ten out of ten, or could they be like a eight, nine, or a ten? Like, where's the scale for you? You know, I'm big on number scales. Don't Josh, you and your numbers, dude. Bro. I'm sorry, man. I'm addicted to it. I can't help. Listen, bro. Like, if if a girl DMs you, should they just like DM you their number? Be like, hey, I'm a I'm a, like a nine point one out of ten. You good? <laughs> and then and then you'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Let's go on a date. I'll say, who, what's the protocol? I'll say, new phone. Who this? <laughs> <laughs> so what what I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to end it well. Like, if you're a nine or a ten, go ahead, go C six twenty nutrition. <laughs> DM a boy. He'll he'll treat you right. Don't worry. Right? You got my you got my like. And listen, my recommendation, five, and five store, five Google, uh, Google stores. Wow, thank you. And I listen, got you, dog. And, and listen, for Josh, if you're a five, just get another five. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you'll both slide into his DMs. Oh, <laughs> Put a group DM together and be like, hey, babe, we make a 10 together. <laughs> you know, you know what we really, okay, this is what I should really do. I will, I will do this to you. Be like, all right, slide into my DMs and give me a number. What do you think I am? Oh, and no. then, based I'm, upon that I'm number, not, I'm not emotionally ready to be berated, <laughs> to be able to deal to with be that. berated like that, dude. I'm so intrigued by numbers, man. I don't know why. I don't know what. I think it's like a. I think I have some mental issues you with do. this. I do, but I'm. I'm. I'm just like curious. Here's what. All right, I, I promise it's the last thing. I'm super interested in in everyone's uh, uh, perception of me. 
and 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 I think we all are to a certain extent, right? Like we all worry about what other people think about us. I'm, I try not to. I, I try like I don't care, but I do care, right? For sure. But I'm more curious, and and I think if you if you're not ready for it, if you get little little snippets of it, then you become a little bit more ready for it. So and, it, so I, and I wish sorry, one more thing. I wish just we were all a little bit more honest with one another, but we're not because we don't think other people can handle it. And and I feel like I would just wish somebody would be like, hey, because that would just be easier for me, right? Like, hey, like, not really interested. You're not, you know, my type or not. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, like that for sure. Like, I don't think people should be, like, sliding into your DM being like, hey, you're a seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, Unless you open it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm opening it up. Um, but so the thing, the thing with that is, is uh, um, one thing I'm, like, really proud of myself for is, you know, I used to care, like, a lot what people thought. Yep. Um, and as I grow older and realize that um, if you are going to do anything extraordinary in your life, um, there are going to be people that just don't like you for any number of reasons. And if you live, if you live by the praises of men, you'll die by their criticism, you know, oh, love that. And so you have to watch your heart on both ends. But one thing I'm really proud of myself is as I've gotten older, I've progressively become um uh, less interested in, in, in what people think. What I'm more concerned about is like, okay, am, am I, am I living right? You know, am I, am I in a better place than I was last year? And am yep. I, am I like becoming a better man? And, um, Love that, man. cause like I said, it's like, you know, if, uh, you know, if you want to be a person that ultimately is doing hundreds of million dollars in business, you know, you have a network that expands, you know, over hundreds of thousands of people or millions of people, it's like there's simply going to be, be, be people that don't agree with you, don't like you. And so it's like if, if you allow their their criticisms to weigh too heavily on you, you will lose so much peace and you won't actually be able to – you won't be fit for the mission, you know. Yeah. And so that's why, like, I progressively try to – not care um, what what people what people think. Now, what I do value is people that I like honor and have stock in. So, like, I care what you think about me. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you were to be pull me aside one day, be like, like, bro, like this, like the the way you're doing things, just like isn't good, bro. Like, it's not honoring to people. Like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm that worried would, about that you. That would man. actually yeah. hold weight. Yeah, no doubt. But if someone if someone came up to me like off the street and they're like, they're like, hey, I don't I don't like how you're doing business. I'd be like, okay, well, like, thank you for your opinion. You know. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't hold that much that yeah, much stock. Yeah, yeah, that much weight for you. Yeah, yeah no, for dude, sure. I love that. I think that's a when you, I don't think many people can can process through that, right? Like the the weighted opinions of the people that are closest to you versus the weight you know versus the weight of the opinion of just a complete stranger you got it's almost like a random google review they give you a one star like dude don't get butt hurt just like respond to it be like hey sorry bummer like thank appreciate the feedback like we'll do better next time yeah but if it's like if it's like your you know one of your best friends or a family member and they come and be like hey dog i had the horrible experience right and you, you kind of have to take that a little bit you know, uh, close to the heart for sure. So I, I love that take. Yeah. Man. I think that's, and, and, and just one more thing. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, um, it, when, in terms of like dating and the numbers scale and stuff, it's like, uh, one, one thing too, it's like, you, you don't need everyone to think you're a 10, even though that'd Ooh. be nice. You just, you just need one person to think you're a 10. I love it, baby. Cause you're not married to everybody. That's right. You know, just the one, unless you um, live in Utah. 
And but I, I, have, I have one buddy. We used to be workout partners, and he used to be like a big, uh, like a model out in California, like a Calvin Klein model and stuff. And like he was like an actual like tandem. So <laughs> that that was actually tough to be around all the time. Because <laughs> everyone did think he was a tandem. Only, you know? only one person needs to think you're a tandem. Yeah, but when I'm around this asshole, I'm like, I'll never be a damn tandem. I know. So so funny. I remember one time we were at the gym, and like I was on like the step mill or something warming up and uh like this girl came up and like you know she came up and i really thought she was like coming up to talk to me <laughs> and she was like hey i was like hey and she was like so what's the deal with your friend jacob <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like just go talk to him Damn like, it. <laughs> <laughs> why you gotta go through me bro that's so, horrible so, so yeah so you, you only need one person to think you're too no i love that b I, look i think that's probably the like you should have gave me given me that advice a long time ago bro you I probably know. did. I just I, probably didn't listen. I, well, hey, JB, you'll, you only need one person to think you're a 10. <laughs> good, good. And I, I think you're a nine and a half. Uh, hey, close. <laughs> uh, dude, nine and a half is great for me, but hey. uh, I'll take that all day. <laughs> but anyways, B, B, it's a pleasure having you, man. Thanks for thanks for speaking the wisdom. Love you, bro. It's always good. Um, man, you're always invited anytime you want to co- want to come on the pod. Hey, well, next time you're back in town, we'll do it yeah, again. Yeah, let's do it again. All right, for episode 85 on a Bucket Podcast, guys, we will talk to you later. Peace.